0: Hello, welcome back to Embodied Millions. This is Danielle Margraff, and I am just really excited. Well, excited is not quite it. Really, hmm, what am I really? I think I'm really just happy to be able to have a place that I can share and express um, experiences, thoughts, ideas, uh that have shown up recently uh just got back from my Sedona unretreat prosperous goddess unretreat and there is just was so much richness in the experience uh that and and there's this idea like there was this main thread of an idea um showing up for me as I observed and watched and facilitated women in more pleasure and rest. And, you know, I think most of us think of rest as respite, as a place of retreat, right? Like when you think of even your body being in retreat, right? What what sort of thoughts does that bring up? Is it about... Um, more rest, or is it more about um, walking sort of, you know, when I think of retreat, I think of like actual physically walking backwards, maybe hands up, you know, sort of closing in my body in retreat, right? Is for you, that for you, does that bring up maybe words like surrender, uh, give up, um, hide away, um, And one thing that I got to observe is that while, well, I guess two things. There were two main real big threads. One was that those of us who want retreat, right? We want rest. We want respite. We want more, maybe, space. Uh, we want to learn more about ourselves. We want to dive into deeper uh, waters emotionally, you know, come home to ourselves. That when faced with the opportunity for that can be very triggering. It can be very triggering where we get distracted by outward circumstances as a way to not look within Right. And really because there is a lack of safety to slow it down enough to look in. Right. I think that because I live in this hybrid world of coaching and somatic work, uh, one thing that I have experienced time and time again with clients is this idea that, um, you know, coaching is really being it's illuminating um, something that the person can't see for themselves right it's it's guiding them on some sort of self realization around the idea that you know i can see something and i can ask a question that will bring about like a light bulb <gasps> oh my gosh i never thought of it like that right maybe there's like they they it's guiding them to an awareness Right, a breakthrough of awareness, a breakthrough of understanding, and somatic work is very different uh, experience. Somatic work is about guiding into self, and really coming home to that innate internal wisdom without without a result. Right, there is no result attached. Coaching is very result driven right? But somatic work is a being experience. It is an experience of being with. it's And being with without, right? And just noticing when there is a fight, flight, freeze, fawn response, and then choosing something different if required. So that way there is an opportunity to reorganize so that way there can still be a safety in connection with self, safety in connection with. And so it was really interesting because one thing that I really unconsciously knew but consciously witnessed was that for some people, you know, I think that, um, and I was just speaking to my own uh uh, coach and somatic uh, coach around this but this idea that when we think of flight we think of people like running away right like we we think flight run away avoid right and what we were really riffing about and really you know tapping into was this understanding and this idea that you know flight can also look like being highly distracted and busy Because when you're constantly being busy, you're constantly distracted, constantly in a state of having to be on the move, right? That is a version of flight in the body system. That is a version of flight in the body system. And when you are in this flight, always being busy, always got to be on the move, always got to keep going, always got, right? We can justify it as any number of things. Oh, I have a lot of energy. I just got to keep moving, right? And and it it could be that there is a flight response there because if I stay still long enough, if I be with myself long enough, it feels like danger. It doesn't feel safe. Maybe it feels like I have to feel. Like I have to feel something. I don't want to feel anything, right? I keep on the move to not have to feel. Right. And what's really interesting is when pushed in, in a feeling of discomfort, right? When there doesn't feel like safety within the container and there's a discomfort around that. Um, it's not organized the way I want it to be. It doesn't look like the way I want it to look. It's not my expectations of what I, you know, you know, what I want, whatever that is, right? The first reaction to be flight, you know, I'm going to leave or fight. This isn't what I want and I'm going to make sure you know I let someone know about it. <laughs> you know, it's it's so it's so fascinating and so interesting and and really so beautiful because it's in these containers that there is the greatest amount of value and understanding how we are organized and how we operate. It's really like this immersive experience of being able to see that for ourselves. If we're open to obviously seeing that, you know, and one of the things that sort of showed up is this idea of – um you know, everything is in reflection of our inner world. Everything is a reflection of our inner selves. And if everything is happening for us, then we get to continue even when it's uncomfortable, even when it's stressful, even when it's not what we thought it should be. We get to look at our own work in that. We get to look at our own way of how we're organized. We get to look at our own way of being as a way to say, oh, you know, this is, you know, this is how it's showing up. I mean, this is, that is the real idea of personal development, right? It's this transforming experience. We're not, we're not transforming to be something else, right? That we have to be something else, but we are doing transformational work, forming something different within ourselves that, you know, is ready to move in a different way. And that is potent and powerful work. I mean, because really everything is about this embodiment piece and this embodiment piece is connected to how we express. So if you're expressing in flight, if you're expressing in fight, if you're expressing in whatever way you're expressing, right, whatever's happening internally is being expressed, we now get to look at that as from a perspective of, right, how do we... How are we wanting to move? What are we wanting to attract? How do we want to show up? What is this being, need, require, right? And it's usually nothing outside of ourselves. It's always something internally that can be looked at, worked on, um, you know, facilitated around. And so just to go back to what I was saying earlier, this idea of we all maybe want more pleasure and more rest, but when we're met with it, when we show up in it, when we look at it, when we when we get invited into that container, it can really create, um, you know, discomfort. It can really push our edges. It can really be a contrast to, oh, I, I have a desire for this, but I don't have a capacity for it you know and then also this idea that showed up was this value of it right if if the value of it is external what i get right what do i get for it and there is a lack of value in the experience in the beingness being in an experience and just playing with this idea of the value that you bring into Yeah. Into all that we do, all that we be, into our businesses, into our work, into our practice, into our relationships, right? What is the value of that experience for us in our lives? And I'm not talking a monetary value. I'm talking about what is the value and if we if we don't value rest, if we don't value space, if we don't value transformation, if we don't value self evolution, if we don't value how we're moving with another, if we don't value the sacred, if we don't value, you know, the quality of our lives based on how we feel and how we move and how we embody and how we show up. If we don't value living in that divine feminine uh, spiritual uh, place, and then if all the value is instead on, co- in contrast, placed on what you get and what you do, and um, you know how hard you work, and right, it, there's external value, right? Value of my car, my house, my clothes, my, you know, then there's a real extreme contrast of. And subjective, right, of what we value. And one person's value does not necessarily mitigate or determine another. And what if there could be more balance within the divine feminine and the masculine and this idea of, you know, valuing an experience, valuing the being and valuing the embodiment and valuing the sacred, And allowing that to be how we lead our lives, how we,
1: uh, how we honor ourselves. And with that, uh, I feel complete. Uh, I hope you do too. And I'll see you next Tuesday. Oh, and by the way, if you have not already registered for Six Figure Frequency, uh, tickets are still available. We will be together on November 13th, and we will talk all things somatics and body and money and subconscious and energy and money is energy uh, and lots of other things. So um, if you are someone who is looking to be Embody a state of wealth and prosperity. If you're looking, if you're someone who's looking to express yourself authentically and in total alignment to share, uh, your message with the world, to share your services with the world. And if you're someone looking to you, to do that and attract, uh, what you desire, then, uh, please come because, uh, the truth is, is that The nervous system is the root and the root to your riches. Bye for now.